What is up, guys, and welcome to another edition of Mark Marauders. Beating the market, one trade at a time. I'm your host, Reginald C., so let's jump into it. All right, so tomorrow we got a lot of movers going on. Got two big companies that I'm watching. Uh, so let's jump into some information on some stocks. So first we have uh, Cloudflare, uh, which ticker sign is NET. Had a pretty big run today uh, and went up uh, significantly today. Uh, 23% so that's what I'm definitely keeping my eyes out on uh, so it's Cloudflare which ticker sign is NET the moving average 50 uh, is $46.77 moving average 10 is $55.08 and the moving average 100 is $44.59 they ended today uh, this Monday uh, the 12th at $57.81 so looking for some more movement for them uh, tomorrow as time uh, goes on so they were definitely a pretty big mover today uh, but let's jump into some background information to see what made them move um, so Cloudflare basically today announced uh, that they have the Cloudflare One a platform to connect and secure companies uh, and remote teams anywhere on any device uh, so if you're familiar with the new way that business is going um, remote work is basically becoming the new standard of work uh, in most places I know uh, Microsoft Teams as well as Zoom have definitely benefited from this, uh, but this company Cloudflare has definitely, um, you know, kind of shown that they are here uh, to be a competitor for that space. So, um, you know, interested to see how they perform as time goes on. The company only trading at $57.81. Uh, and if you look at the price of Microsoft as well as the price of Zoom, you know, both those companies are definitely benefiting from uh, this remote work uh, space. I know Twitter announced um, in the past that they had, you know, majority of their staff is going to be working home uh, permanently. So it's going to be the new norm of life uh, as, you know, as soon as, uh, you know, as especially as cases are continuing to can, uh, go up of COVID. Um, so a company like this is definitely one to keep your eyes out on um, and one to look for. So the big news uh, coming up this week, uh, tomorrow, uh, we got Apple, uh, which ticker sign is AAPL. Apple's having their Apple event tomorrow, uh, which they're going to announce their 5G iPhone. So today, uh, it rallied a little bit uh, based on that news. Uh, started off around 120.51 uh, and went all the way up to 124.92, where it ended today. Um, and definitely on a bullish uptrend. Uh, their moving average 10 is 123.84. Moving average 50 is 117.49. And the moving average 100 is 116.26. Uh, so it is above you know, both of those metrics. So, you know, definitely bullish uprun uh, on excitement in the market from that movement. Now, uh, Apple is definitely one to look forward to, uh, especially considering it is in a lot of people's portfolios. So if you go to look at majority of the really, really big index funds, uh, you will always find like Apple is one of the companies in there and it's part of the thing. So, um, you know, FANG stocks always get a lot of uh, love from the market. Uh, so definitely keep your eyes on on the updates. Um, so the update's going to be the 5G iPhone, uh, which, you know, 
speed is one of the things they're going to be looking for uh, for the actual demonstration, uh, especially considering it's not the only 5G iPhone out there. Uh, you also have Samsung Galaxy, um, well, Samsung Note Ultra Plus 20, which is the phone that I have. Um, so, you know, it has 5G capabilities. So 5G is not anything new. Uh, a 5G network is not anything new. Uh, but with Apple being the industry standard for 5G technology, I mean, for uh, cell phone technology, uh, its 5G capabilities um, will definitely, you know, set an industry uh, benchmark for how 5G capabilities are supposed to be um, in the future. Now, some people may say, you know, that's kind of biased. Um, you know, Apple, you know, has a lot of features with, you know, iOS 14 that were, you know, features that Samsung had a long time ago, but they own the market share as far as cell phone uh, usage and cell phone purchases are concerned. So with that being said, they are going to have a lot of eyes on them for the event tomorrow. It's the same thing with um, Tesla and the EV space. Tesla is, you know, the leader of EV technology. So, you know, anytime they have an update or a release, um, they're going to be, you know, targeted or everyone's going to look at them for an industry standard on how you're supposed to perform in that space. Another item that we're looking for in the release is going to be AirTags. So AirTags is, you know, tags uh, that you can use to track things like your keys, wallets, and cameras. Uh, so just other devices other than the phone, uh, you're going to be able to use it in the Find My app. Um, in the Find My app. Um, so, you know, you can track different devices, which will definitely help if you lose your keys or if you lose things of that nature, uh, you can just, you know, use the air tags to help find it, uh, which is awesome. I know they have this feature embedded in the phone. So if you lose your phone, you can find things, but being able to find other devices, uh, that have, have been lost is also going to be, you know, a pretty good, uh, feature for the phone itself. Lastly, the thing that we'll be looking for uh, on this release is going to be the AirPods Studio. So Apple is currently uh, starting to take off uh, some of their Bose and Beats um, devices, as far as audio is concerned, um, from their shelves, uh, and seem to be, you know, sole sourcing a lot of their devices, uh, which you know may seem to be uh, an interesting move from. Uh, the company, uh, but I think, you know, their CEO, Tim Cook, definitely has, um, you know, reasons for doing that, um, and it's not a shock to me, uh, especially considering in WWDC 2020, where they moved from the Intel chips to their own silicone chips, I think that um, kind of started this whole wave of Apple being sole sourced or trying to have their own things um, compared to, you know, outsourcing a lot of their other things. But Apple itself being a hardware leader um, and software leader instead of just being, you know, a hardware leader that uses other people's software or uses some other people's software. So I think they're going more into the sole source path, uh, which I think is great for the company. Um, definitely, you know, expands their product uh, abilities, but interested to see how these AirPod uh, Studios hold up to the competition, especially considering their companies like Bose and Beats, whose whole you know, notion is to just go and make audio devices. So since, you know, Apple's not a sole audio device company, uh, it does cell phones, it does, you know, tablets, computers, things, other things like that. Since it's not their main focus, I'm definitely interested to see how their uh, AirPod Studios 
uh, stack up to the other industry um, headphones that are out there um, with and even to their older model uh, headphones to their just regular AirPods uh, that are out there interested to see how those uh, stack up uh, to the rest of them as you know this is unveiled tomorrow so after that I'll definitely uh, be giving a review of what I think about the event um, and my key takeaways uh, so stay tuned for that um, after the event so next we'll talk about uh, another stock on my radar that I have um, is workhorse uh, which is ticker sign WKHS so workhorse today announced that they have secured a 200 million dollar financing from institutional lenders uh, so if you're not familiar with the company workhorse which is ticker sign WKHS um, they are an electric uh, vehicle so an EV uh, company but they make like vans and delivery vehicles uh, one of the huge reasons why um, workhorse was put onto the radar by a lot of different investors was that they had a deal uh, proposed uh, to go with the US Postal Service so the US Postal Service was going to start converting um, their fleets to electric vehicles um, and workhorse was going to be the company that basically they were going to do that through um, so I don't think that deal has gone through uh, to my knowledge uh, but it's definitely something to consider especially considering uh, a potential Biden candidacy so um, the whole Democrat uh, candidate, they've brought up things like the Green New Deal, being energy uh, efficient, um, things around the energy sector. So if, you know, they they become president or Biden becomes president, it's definitely a company to look for, um, especially if it will help their green agenda, which is to make things more efficient and reduce uh, CO2 emissions uh world or in the u.s so um definitely keep your eyes on uh as you know elections continue um especially considering it's going towards the postal service which is a federally based company um which you know is supported by the government so um you know if that money does come if that deal does go through um then it will definitely be you know a huge catalyst uh for the stock to continue to go up now going into uh, some more news uh, we have Pfizer and biotech uh, coronavirus vaccine accepted for rolling review in Canada so the coronavirus vaccine candidate being developed by Pfizer ticker sign PFE and bio in tech ticker sign BNTX is now undergoing its first regulatory review in North America the two companies announced their BNT162 B2 has been accepted for a rolling review by Health Canada, uh, that country's healthcare regulatory uh, authority. The rolling review is one undertaken while candidate is still development. Uh, this is done in cases of urgent need, uh, as with the current global pandemic. So basically, they're rushing um, to get it out. Uh, no estimate was proving. I mean, no estimate was provided uh, as to when Health Canada might complete its review. Uh, the two companies wrote that regula the regulator uh, will not make a decision uh, on whether the authorized any vaccine being considered under a rolling review until it has received necessary evidence to support its safety, uh, efficacy, and quality. Uh, BN16 uh, 
2B2 uh, is currently in phase three clinical trials, having reached the stage relatively quickly. Uh, as such, it is considered by many observers uh, and Punduits to be the leading COVID-19 vaccine candidate for approval. Uh, so those are definitely two companies to uh, keep your eyes on as time goes on. Uh, still remember that President Trump had his deadline of November 3rd, which was the election time. Um, and also, it has become the topic of majority of the debates. So during the debates, you may hear, um, I know we heard uh, Vice Presidential Candidate Pence say, hey, you know, Operation Warp Speed will have a vaccine by the end of the year. Also, you know, President Trump himself has said that we'll have a vaccine by the end of the year. So, you know, since this company, uh, these both these companies, uh, Vaccine Candidate is in the works. I mean, also being reviewed by, you know, the country of Canada. Uh, it's definitely one to keep your eyes out on uh, for Pfizer and for a bio in tech. So both of those companies keep on your radar as well as uh, ticker sign mRNA for Moderna uh, because they are next in line, in my opinion, uh, for having a vaccine ready. So. Going to uh, some next news, we have uh, Amazon is one that I'm keeping my eyes out on for this week. Uh, since we have Prime Day coming up, Amazon ended on a pretty high note today. Uh, they ended uh, today trading on this Monday at $3,462 even. So they went up uh, quite a bit today. So they started today off, um, you know, around 3000 uh, three hundred and sixty-four dollars, and then went all the way up to three thousand four hundred and sixty-two dollars. Uh, so a pretty big move for the company as a whole. Uh, surrounding Prime Day, uh, if you go to Amazon's website, you can see some of the things that are already listed for Prime Day. Uh, they have a couple of TVs, some Echo, some Ring, um, security cameras, as well as Echo Studio, um, and other Echo devices. So. You know, pretty big savings on some of the devices that they have, uh, some of the security cams they have. Uh, so interested uh, to see how the stock performs. But I do believe that it's going to continue to go up. Um, and this is going to be a really big catalyst for how the holiday season will transpire. So for the holiday season, you know, we have uh, Black Friday and then you also have um, Cyber Monday, which are two big, um, you know, shopping days for the U.S., um, as far as uh, companies are concerned, you know, companies to look at are going to be FedEx, uh, UPS, Amazon, uh, Walmart, most of your retail companies uh, like that. People order a lot of stuff offline. Uh, so just look at those companies as it gets closer uh, to that time. Uh, so lastly, going to go into uh, some news that I just found out today. Uh, so Roblox, a popular video game platform for kids, plans to IPO. So Roblox is like almost like Minecraft. Uh, that's what I would compare it to. I know at one point in time, my brother was obsessed with Roblox. I think he still plays it. I don't know if he plays it more or plays Fortnite more, but I do know that he was pretty obsessed with Roblox when it first came out. Uh, so the youth-focused uh, gaming Roblox Corporation announced Monday uh, that it is in the process of going public. The company disclosed in release Monday morning that it has submitted uh, confidential paperwork uh, with the SEC pertaining to potential IPO or 
uh, initial public offering. If you're not familiar with what IPO is, uh, Roblox uh, hosts child-friendly games focused on digital characters resembling Legos. Um, it has increased popularity during uh, COVID-19 pandemic, like many other video games. Roblox announced in July that it had more than 150 million monthly active users on its platform, uh, which topped its latest numbers uh, from similar game Minecraft. So they're basically saying they have more users, more monthly users on Roblox than they do on Minecraft, uh, which may, you know, sense a switch in the market uh, for that. Uh, Microsoft Corporation uh, Xbox division announced in May uh, that 126 uh, million people were playing uh, that title each month. So Minecraft has 126 million and Roblox has 156 million uh, each month. So, you know, that's a pretty drastic number. Seems like more people are playing Roblox than playing um, Minecraft. Uh, Roblox also offers tour tools for developers um, and said in July that its developer community was a place uh, was on pace to earn 250 million in 2020 and up to 110 million in 2019. So a lot of money uh, coming into this company. Um, it's kid friendly. I definitely see this uh, IPO being a pretty big deal uh, once it IPOs. Um, so Going to keep my eyes out on that and see uh, if their paperwork goes through with the SEC to see what the ticker sign will be and what the IPO will be. Um, you know, pretty major event for the company. Um, if you're not familiar with the stock, with the game, I would say, you know, go check it out. Go check the company out. Uh, but I would say it's, you know, kind of the equivalent to uh, Minecraft or Fortnite. So if you have heard any of those games, Make sure you go check those out and see how they perform uh, in the market and how, you know, people actually uh, rallied around those. So huge news for the gaming world um, and interested to see uh, financially how it catches on in the market. All right. So good luck to everybody trading out there. I uh, hope everybody's able to lock in some profits this week. Uh, definitely will come back with an update on Apple Day uh, or the Apple event tomorrow uh, on some updates to see what's going on. I uh, hope everybody is able to lock in some profits this week uh, and good luck to everybody out there trading. See you guys next time. Peace.